<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I Got Questions podcast. We are here. Uh, my name is Aaron Washington. I am joined by Jared and Christian. Boys, how you doing? Awesome. You got to come with a little bit better and like intro to that. We've been coming the in energy. hot for the past yeah. like four weeks. You already right. trying to put me to sleep with the Barry White. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I need you to be like, yo, welcome to the I Got Questions podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I'm here with right. Aaron, who always wears a hood because he don't want to show his hairline because he's going bald at the top. It's okay. And I'm here with Jared, who uh, who just rolled his eyes just because of the fact of his girls next to him. Um, all good things. We got it. We got to get me a new thing. We got to so get both of us new things. You just want to hurt feelings on the intro because I didn't do nothing to you. I just said your name. I gave you nothing but praise. Nah, bro. I just want some creativity. I told you. I told you in the group text message, bro. I'm all about the controversy. Yeah. <laughs> Very fair. All right. Well, you know what? My feelings are hurt. I'm not gonna be here much longer. Um, Don't worry. You know, we're all here with Christian Quinn, who's the only one out of all his friends who can't grow a beard. I'm still babyface. Fair point. It's a fair point. Although that's you tired. Beard. We already know this. Yeah, we do know. You that. Said what? We already know this information. You just the audience don't. New, new stuff. The audience don't. <laughs> the audience doesn't know anything. Also, real quick, uh, we gotta post pictures of ourselves on the. Uh, on uh, social media, people would like to know what we look like so you can put the name to the face. Nope. Come on, bro. Be right. You should you should have saw the shot when I showed my uh some of our fans what Jared looked like. They was like, huh. <laughs> Don't love that. <laughs> I can't I'm not gonna lie, man. I do not love that. <laughs> what was the it could huh? have been a better reaction? What was the context <laughs> of the huh? Um, I think a lot of people don't understand like uh <laughs> I always said this when you see us, we don't look like we us four should like talk to each other. That's it true. looks like me and Aaron are cool, and then we we get Andrew at the end. We're like, well, we don't know where he came from, and depending on how Jared dressed, he's either like a hobo or like he's like you know swaggy white boy. Well, yeah. We didn't think he was gonna be that ugly. So oh, no, it's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. It's ugly. So all it's all ugly. the listeners uh, listeners out there, come on, man, come on. So people would like to know what we look like. <laughs> They don't say you have a face for radio so that you can post your face. Hey, man, I'm just saying, if we get famous and somebody walk past me and disrespect my podcast because they don't know what I look like, I'm going to fade them on site. Fair enough. But now you can get the surprise hit. Fair enough. You got one hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said I got questions. Suck. Bow, boy. <laughs> Not right to the face, though. <laughs> I'm Christian O'Quinn. I'm here to knock your teeth in. Bow! <laughs> like, oh, from I got questions. So rude. <laughs> so rude. See, but if they knew what you look like, you wouldn't get the chance. It's a chew, but they also wouldn't get the chance mm-hmm. to speak either. It's also a fair point. There's a lot of pros and cons on both sides. But anyway, back to the topic of today, because I have no idea what's going on. Um, um, I just want to give a fair warning to the listeners. We are recording this on Wednesday night at 8.40 p.m., and currently, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors are playing. So if you hear a loud, random screaming from me, it's because the Warriors did something great or terrible. Um, because if we win this game, we get the eighth seed and we're in the playoffs officially. So No, if you win this game, you get the seventh seed. Win this game, we get the seventh seed. Sorry, I still have problems explaining it sometimes. If we win this game, we, get the set, we lock up the seventh seed and we are into the playoffs officially. And then the loser of this game goes on to do something I don't really care about because I'm not worried about that because we're about to be winning. Um, yeah. That's my, you know. Um, also, Claire, that, you said uh, you had also, thoughts. Oh shit! I'm so sorry, Christian. I cut you off. I'm no, no. So um, normally, <laughs> normally, normally we record on Monday, and yes. we did not. But this past Monday was my girl birthday. So quick shout out 
to Dalen Burns, the, the woman that makes me happy. Happy so, belated uh, birthday, Dalen. Happy belated birthday, baby. Happy belated birthday, Dalen. We hope it was the best. Truly hope it was. And right was six. all the money I spent. That'd be the best. <laughs> that was a mess. Um, I'm kidding. I hope, no, I, hope Dalen had, I hope Dalen had a great birthday. She deserves yeah. it. Um, cool. So do you guys want me to introduce the topic in some way, shape, form, or fashion and try to get it to make sense this week? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about communication lately and communicating from the standpoint of how we accept certain, you know, certain forms of communication like disrespect, compliments, uh, criticism, stuff like that. Uh, and this week, a very important, well, I can't say important, not important, but very notable um, individual in sports history made his return to the me- to, to social media. Um, Kwame Brown, former number one pick <laughs> Washington Rappers, rap, not Washington Rappers, Washington Wizards, um, made, made headlines, you know, has, has gone viral in a lot of different senses because um, he has returned to the, to the public eye for a myriad of reasons. Now, if you don't know who Kwame Brown is, like I mentioned, he was the number one overall pick. Um, can't remember the year off the top of my head, but he was a former number, number former number one overall pick. Was labeled one of the biggest busts in NBA history, and has been a, literally a laughing joke for. I want to say not labeled. I, um, he is the biggest bust in NBA he, history. He the biggest. Okay, cool. Got oh, it. facts. Got high it. key let me, facts. Let me look up the year he was drafted. Because I want to say, pretty sure it was two thousand and three. Okay. It's not, it's like an ugly year. Ooh, no, 2001. Damn, oh, 2001? Yeah. I knew it was one of them. Yeah. It was 2003 or 2001, because both of those were ugly years. Right. So I'm Kwame, sorry, 2003 is the Bron class. I am so sorry. Yeah, 03 was 2001. Yeah, right. sorry. So Kwame Brown was drafted number one by, overall by Washington in 2001. He was 18 years old at the time. He was one of the one of the main guys to come out of high school, get drafted, get drafted straight to the league. And his career did not pan out at all the way it was supposed to. He was paid a lot of money for a little bit of a little bit of production. Mm. And has become a running joke in the NBA for the past twenty years. Um, he was mentioned on a podcast with Matt, former players Matt Barnes, uh, Stephen Jackson, and Gilbert Arenas. And then from him being mentioned in one second, it turned into three days worth of memeable content on the internet. So, God love it. It was. It, you, if you want to find up, find the clips of him talking, please go find them for yourselves. Um, some of them are in hilarious taste. Some of them are in poor taste. Um, he has a YouTube channel where you can find all this material and source it from there. Um, yeah, so it, it got me thinking about how we take disrespect or how we perceive disrespect. Because Kwame felt disrespected when he was mentioned on that podcast and has now turned it into a three-day rant where he's going at random people in the, in the media, both sports and other forms of media alike. So oh, I was going to ask y'all, how do y'all want to take disrespect? How do y'all want to take disrespect? Do you want to take it straight to the face? Do you, would you rather handle it professionally and just like not even, not even discuss it at all? Or how, how would, what, what, what would be your way of taking disrespect? And then I can see, Chris, see Christian getting excited while you're press, prefacing the question. <laughs> Besides, let me start by saying, uh, speaking of the Washington Wizards, I talked to a, a homie this past weekend who did not know the uh, Washington Wizards were in the East because he didn't know the Washington Wizards played for Washington, D.C. Right. Instead of <laughs> Washington. Hey, that's fair, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to break that down to him because he uh, the Wizards played the Celtics, and he didn't understand why the why a team from the West Coast was traveling out to the East Coast. And I was like, <laughs> they're both on the East. They're literally like a two hour flight away. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Sorry, sorry for that. Uh, shout out to uh, Stephen A. Smith for the rampage from Kwame Brown when he was trash. One of my greatest rampages of all time. Just the man is straight. What do you say? Trash. Man, Garbage. Bonafide scrub. No, bonafide scrub. That's my well, favorite you, My favorite you, line ever. I almost on, had that memorized okay. watching that live. <laughs> yeah, that, that has to be my favorite. I think that's what made me fall in love with Stephen A. Smith as an ESPN analysis. Just like the fact that that man got on TV and said, what do you want me to say? Kwame Brown is a bona fide scrub. No, that was I'll, the first time I've ever heard like street slang on TV. And I fell in love with that message. And you know what's <laughs> crazy about that? So Kwame Brown has played an, an integral part in two NBA dynasties. He was a part of the trade to get Kobe to, with, to get Pau Gasol to the Lakers from Memphis. Yep. And then yep. he was also in a trade later on in 2009, I think it was. I want to say it was like 2009. When the Warriors got Andrew Bogut before their first championship run, so he's yep. an intricate part in two NBA dynasties. So I have to thank Kwame for that. Yeah, uh, and also yeah. also the way that Stephen A. Smith sing started this just randomly popped in my head. They asked the dude asked Stephen A. Smith if Kwame Brown played an integral role in that trade, and then Stephen A. responded with, "Is that a trick question?" Yes, he, he can't did. play. The man is a bona fide, bona fide scrub. scrub. He can't play. Oh, that's His, brutal. He, he has small hands. He can't catch the ball. Catch the ball. He doesn't have a post movie <laughs> memory. <laughs> I just want to take this time to say oh. that has to be the most disrespectful thing ever. Um, but he's still but, but it's um oh yeah, of course, of course you are. Um I will say <sighs> this is an interesting question. Um, I always say take disrespect to the face. And uh, me personally, I'm going to try and prove you wrong. And I'm going to go at you. And every time I do it right, you're going to hear from me for sure, for sure. I'm definitely right. clapping back. I've always been the person that clap back. Somebody say you can't shoot, I shoot that bad boy. And when that shit go in, I'm I'm talking mad shit. I could be one for eight. But if that one goes in for the game, you guys to go home. Right. Um, <laughs> um, I'm definitely the clap back person, which is probably not good. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you clap back, that no even you can in fights and stuff like that of that nature. But I'm always ready for the shit, as you know. I might change my name to Money or Queen controversy. <laughs> Let me know where it's popping at. It's that nice. might be a headline actually. Might have to get down a t-shirt with along with the podcast, you know. It's but nice. um, a little face on it. <laughs> yeah, my little face on it with controversy written all over it. Might have to get that. <laughs> um, you know, but this question is kind of tough, uh, especially in sports. Um, and uh, I think people try to be like, well, here, they're so young, they're 18, they're 19. You know, you try not to be so critical or right. we'll give them so we, much criticism. Yeah, because we do that with the draft every year. It's like these are like literal like 18 to 21 year old kids are like giving millions of dollars and getting all this expectations. And when they don't meet that, we label them a bus, we make jokes, all that other stuff. And it, it's an interesting. Yeah, I, I got a question about that. Yeah. Uh, kind of departing from your so pin in your question real quick. So, like, do you think it's a fault of the like the scouting report? Like, who, like, at what point, like, to have that big of a bus, like, is that his fault that he's just not living up to? Or, like, did they like poorly scout this guy? Like, because how does that happen, you know? Um, Easy. Christian, yeah, you, you yeah. go ahead, Christian. You, you go ahead. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to let you go. Um, <clears throat> um, well, during the time when Kwame Brown was drafted, uh, that was still the era of, like, big men wins championships. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you had your traditional bigs. Like, yeah, your traditional bigs. Yeah. Football. So, 
a lot of time a lot of times what happened during that time frame was it's like a it's one of those things where if you were tall and big you just had to be successful and if you wasn't it didn't make sense for you not to be mm-hmm. um but this is one of those things where i go back to like i do agree with you with the scouting report i don't understand scouting uh I don't, i'll never get it i ain't gonna try and get it um <laughs> i always made the always like to crack the joke but i think it's a little bit of truthfulness truthfulness in it when i say if i was maybe like two inches taller i probably could have played d1 college basketball somewhere <laughs> just because of the simple fact that if you get benefit of the doubt when you're taller right, right. i mean me. i know it yeah like when you're six six and you gotta choose a six six or six two you're gonna choose six six to hope that six six can play <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I've, I've been yeah. there yeah <laughs> and boy have been, kind of... been disappointed <laughs> <laughs> right but then that, that kind of sucks imagine like for the rest of your life people bringing up your name up on a podcast just because like other people did the report wrong on you well, it's not, well, even, not even just in the podcast like space like he's been like it's been articles because you're literally right. like, think about this the nba draft happens every single year right and mm-hmm. so when the draft comes around people have to fill in content and one way to fill in content is to bring up the biggest busts of in the past like 20 years so when your name is constantly being brought up at like the same time every year and it's about around this one conversation, that can get frustrating and it probably is annoying. But you know what, though? A part of me feels like that's a little bit of his fault, though. Right. Because here's the thing. There's been bigger busts in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But what's the word I'm thinking of? There's been great explanations or good enough reasons of why it happened. Right. We don't have a reason for Kwame Brown. Like it just felt like he never really got better. Well, think I about think it. that's the problem yeah. with like everybody. Like the problem with everybody that Drake is at the game. Yeah, the well, Michael B. Jordan's in courtside. Wow. All right. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Drake only goes to Toronto. I don't know why he's in LA. But anyway, um, when it comes to criticism, I think the the main thing that people have a problem with because they always scared to like take criticism or we always bash somebody that does it. Mm-hmm. Is the fact is the fact is that you have to get better from it. You know, right. people are not just saying things about you just to try to hurt you and ruin your career. You gotta learn how to take that energy and and make it to something positive or do something different. I remember right. when uh, Justin Bieber was getting criticized heavily when he first like that second album. Like his first album was cool, but the second album was rough. And mm. you know, people were like, well, "What are you? Like, are you a pop star? Do you do R and B? Are you part of hip hop? Are you not part of hip hop?" And it's like, no, bro, I'm in my own lane. And he stayed there. And now he's a bigger success because of it. So um, I think people take criticism the wrong way. You have to approach it as to say, like, um, it's not a somebody trying to bash your character. It's somebody either trying to figure you out or they're trying to judge you. And when you're in this type of limelight, I always say this, when you decide to make that decision to be that NBA superstar, that celebrity or musician, you open up the possibility of people to judging you and based on the things that you do, but it's up to you whether to tune that out. Prime example, one of my favorite artists, J Cole. J Cole is, is the goat of rap game right now. He's the goat, the off season. Y'all go listen to that. But J Cole is a prime example of somebody that's not letting the media or the other people get to him or the critics. Um, J. Cole has not been chasing the sound of music. He's been doing his own thing, what comes to him from his heart. And as a fan, you can see it every single time, like every single album. So I think people just take criticism way, way too literal. You have to understand that that's somebody's job to actually evaluate you 
uh, give analysis, you know what I'm saying? Actually, like, give their opinion about you. And at the same time, you got to expect people not to lie, you know? Yeah, got expect some truth. Like Kwame Brown, in his situation, there was some truth. The man did not have a post move at all. Uh, the man couldn't catch the ball. Oh. I saw Kobe Bryant pass the ball and him dead in his chest. He right. missed the whole entire ball. <laughs> like, he wasn't, like, Stephen A. Smith was not wrong in his analysis. <laughs> well, I feel like you're talking about, like, constructive criticism, and then there's also just, like, hey, like, to call someone a bona fide scrub on national television, like, I don't think that's constructive criticism, you know? And then to, no, for no, that to be brought all. up every, every... I mean, and, like, it's not, but it's also hilarious, too. It's not. Well, oh, sure. Well, that whole realm of like just getting but, hot takes but, out yeah. there for viewership but is totally different. Think but. about, but think about how trash you have to be for somebody to say bona fide oh, scrub. Sure. Like, <laughs> like, 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 bro, you call me, you, you call me a bona fide scrub in baseball, <clears throat> and I would go out right now to the field and try to hit a home run because I'm not a scrub. Like, I'm not. That's not. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, like, you're not just gonna disrespect me like that. So the I think, problem is that yeah, yeah. that just never happened for him. <laughs> No, it, it, and I think, Jared, what you're talking to is like your reaction to hearing that, right? So because people can have their opinion on you. People can give you their, uh, their, you know, thoughts of what you can do with your life or what you can do with your career or stuff like that. But it's all about how you react to it, right? So, so like Kwame Brown, for example, I, I really hate that he's become like the, the you know, kind of center point for this right now. But like <laughs> if he heard himself being described as a bona fide scrub and he had gone and like changed his career, like kind of changed his play style or gotten better you know then yeah that label would have gone away and that's another thing that's another thing that people that people players like Kwame Brown have to take into opinion as well you have all the access to get better right you Mm -hmm. you like 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 when you get to that level as an NBA player like you have every single gym open to you like you have every single trainers facility and this is this is like almost 50 percent free like (laughs) Like fifty percent free. I mean, you got LeBron who, who spends like three million or five million on his body every year, yeah. but he's like he's like one of very few. You know what I'm saying? Who does that? Yeah. But I mean, trainers for the organization like that's free. When you hurt yourself, that's free. When you want to get in the gym, all it takes is a call and you just get in there. Like nobody's gonna stop you from practicing. Right. Mm. It's like this is your job. You know, like it's like uh, if you want to work extra overtime in your job to you know learn. I'm pretty sure they'll allow you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and like a lot of that is like yeah, it just comes down to what you, how you respond to it. Because I mean, it's and it, I think like, I hate this position that we always put like especially like athletes and entertainers in where like they can't. Where like if they're in a certain position that we hold them up in that they have to perform a certain mm-hmm. way they have to get to the certain point um i just think it's unfair to them but i mean it's a unfortunate part of life like you know i look you disagree with that but go ahead how do you look you disagree with that yeah i'd like to hear Be- that as well. because you guys make it seem like a it's un it's unfair to them and i it's almost like a blue face like like all right bro you Please made because I- <laughs> he made he made hella money off one hit but like as far as hip hop itself, right, and like rap, he's like a really, really bad image. I mean, oh horrible. <laughs> he's horrible. horrible. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so like hold up. Have you, you haven't heard about this his living situation, have you? I have a little bit, not okay. much though. I'll I'll yeah. let people do their own research on that because that's nasty. Yeah. yeah. Nasty. But like he's he's horrible. And I'm just like, it's one of those things now where people are just doing things just to make money. Right. And that's cool and all, but I feel like when we hold other people accountable, not just for money to make, but their actual quality, mm-hmm. 
you actually get good representation. Right. I, you know I what I'm saying? That. And you get good respect. And it's good for the viewers and it's good for the celebrity. So I like to hold celebrities accountable to produce actual good quality of music. It's almost like imagine if Jay-Z ever did a bad album. He has done a bad album. Have you heard Kingdom Come? Or have you heard uh the Lincoln Park mashup one? What was that? I, yeah. That wasn't an album though. It was. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was. They had a full, they had a full album. Oh, I know he did that. Yeah, they had a full album together. It's um yeah, you could say Magna Carta was a bad album. I enjoyed it, but yeah, that's also but I'm saying like it's one of those things where it's just like if Jay-Z don't have like how can I say it? If he if he had like just one great song and mm-hmm. never had any great albums, mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like you're due for a bad album <clears throat> once you got like 12 of them. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying everyone's <laughs> gonna be great, <laughs> but you like we hold you at we you're Go building yourself a little more insurance. You're giving yourself a little more cushion if you if you give it if you have something bad to fall back on. Like exactly. If, like if yeah, like like you said, like Jay-Z had 12 bad albums and one 12 good albums and one bad one, it's not gonna affect his legacy at all. But if they were all bad from the jump, then it's gonna affect them a little bit more. Yeah, because like it's just like, all right, bro, we got questions. Like, why are you still making music? Like, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I get that. I, I try. Yeah. I get what you're saying there. So yeah. So so I'm not. I, I get what you guys are saying by like saying like it's wrong to hold. Um, dang, Curry would not go away. Um, I know it's <laughs> sorry. I know it's uh. I know it's wrong to kind of like hold these people because we want to treat them like daily average people, but we we kind of can't because like when they do something everybody pays attention to it, you know, when, uh, like when Steph Curry found out he didn't have, you know, his shoes wasn't available for girls to poop in. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. And, yeah. And how to react, he react to that. He's yeah, he, making them in women's He started size. making them, yeah, from, which is the right thing to do. Right. And it's not so much of holding Stephen Curry accountable because he's like some NBA superstar, but it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we talk about equal treatment for both men and women. Mm-hmm. It starts here. Yeah, and he actually reacted in a way that that was positive. So he made his shoes available for women to wear. So mm-hmm. exactly. So so I don't think it's I don't think it's one hundred percent wrong to hold people with millions of money or people who do these things accountable or at a higher standard because if they do something negative, it's just as much as they fall as when they do something positive as well. But at the same time, though, I don't want to hold them like to blame them for everything that's going on in the world. Right. I think that's the problem where we draw the line, where it's just like it's your fault why Africa is starving. It's like no, it's not, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, or it's like it's your fault that we have poverty in Oakland or you know Texas or wherever you're from. Like you're the reason why the community is so terrible. Like no, no it's not, bro. Like no. Yeah. Blame your local politicians. Uh, yeah, exactly. Other people, <laughs> other people in higher positions to blame for that. Right. Yeah. But to hold somebody accountable when I feel like, uh, you know, they can, they can easily do the right thing in the situation or the wrong thing. I, I don't think that's too much to, mm-hmm. to ask for them. I'm not gonna lie. I got way lost pretty early on. I don't know where we ended up from where we started. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I got I, I you from the beginning. <laughs> right. Thanks. Because I, I not not to say you guys are wrong by any means, but I feel like what I disagree 
or I agree now from what I disagreed before, but I felt like they were two different points. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I feel like I'm agreeing with what you're saying now, but I, I don't so, understand how it. So no, I think, I think uh, hold on, I got let's, it. Let's hit a quick reset. Let's get the people back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I think, I think, band the, back on the road. The thing I disagree with Aaron with is like holding people on a higher pedestal. I guess that's what I originally started. Correct. And I was just saying that I low key disagree with that. I feel like when you're in that type of position of power, I don't hold you to a higher pedestal based on your uh, like your results. Like people hold you on a higher standard based on like your album sales, based on how many points you score, based on all that. What you look like, how what you, you look like, how you yeah, you know what I'm saying, all that type of stuff. Like we gotta take a picture of you, what's your life, all that. That's wrong. I agree. That's doing too much. You shouldn't be stalking mm-hmm. at somebody's house at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but, <laughs> but to hold you at a higher standard to do the right thing, because just as great as it is for you to do the right thing and as wrong as it is you do the wrong thing, I don't think it's unfair. Oh, okay. I, I, I see. I see what you're saying. It, it's not okay. Cause I, I kind of feel like they're two separate. I mean, two sides to the same coin, I suppose. But it is two sides to the same coin. Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to account for the outliers and say no, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like no, we're right. not doing the outlier. But if you bring the outlier into something that's actually reasonable for not just mm-hmm. an average for an average person to handle, then it makes sense. Right, because like we should absolutely be holding everybody accountable for like what they're doing, like for sure. Right. And like exactly. more so people with a higher platform because like that's just the, the like the system we built. But exactly. yeah, but we shouldn't be growing those pedestals to start with. Right. Yeah, like you shouldn't yeah. be yeah, idolizing. Makes, okay, okay. You shouldn't be idolizing, I don't know, Kanye West and trying to be just like him and putting all this pressure on Kanye West to, to deliver it to like give you like the best album of a lifetime or to... <laughs> give you the Yeezys that you've been trying to win for the past two weeks. Like, <laughs> like okay, like, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, you shouldn't be doing that. But, like, at the same time, though, when Kanye speaks, and I think he's a little off the chain, I think somebody should say something to him. <laughs> right, absolutely. Since we've already put him up here, we might as well make sure that, like, yeah, we're, like, yeah. holding him accountable for being Yeah, accountable. yeah, yeah. Let's hold him accountable for, for something. I ain't gonna say you're gonna be Buck Wild. So that that's all I'm saying for uh, when it comes to, like, celebrities and things of that nature Mm -hmm. so when it comes to back to like aaron's whole criticism thing it's interesting because like i don't think it's right to criticize anybody like crazy to where it's disrespectful but sometimes i feel like depending on who you are you need a little disrespect you know and just get back to reality yeah just get back to reality and that's the main reason why i love criticism so much like i used to hate you know, I, to this day, you know, no offense, shout out to moms. I love her, you know. But I used to hate back in school. My mama used to, like, <laughs> tell me my English was trash. Like, what the hell are you writing? Like, this is terrible. And I'm like, fam, this is a B-worthy paper. <laughs> and she'll be like, we selling for Bs now? And I'm like, well, damn, I already suck at English. Like, shit, a B is good to me. But at the same time, that harshness, you know, that, that definition of, like, a that constructive criticism it was disrespectful at the time it hurt my feelings i won't forget it but it also made me better though you know yeah i i feel like if it's like um 
like Aaron always says, like balance. Like I feel like that's balance, but like to underperform a basketball and then get cold, <laughs> bona fide scrub for the next 20 years. I feel like that's imbalanced. Like if like the principal went on the intercom and was like, damn, Christian put in this paper, got a B, it sucks. <laughs> Be like, whoa. Whoa. That's hilarious. That is a like, hilarious <laughs> Okay, but don't compare it to that though, because Kwame Brown ain't never had B game. I'm pretty sure Kwame Brown played like straight D's and F's. But- the whole entire time he it's, it's fair. I may not know everything, but did he ever say that he deserved that? Did he no. say he was the greatest player all time, or did, did we just make him that? We made no, him. no, 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 no. Look, look <laughs> if you're the number one pick, you have what's the word? Expectation. Your expectation mm-hmm. is to not be garbage. <laughs> you, you ain't gotta be great. You, you ain't gotta be a superstar. We've learned that from the past. But you can't, and I mean, you cannot be garbage. You just can't be that. All right. But like, if you're going to get, if you know, everyone's talking, you're going to be the number one pick and you're like, I don't deserve that. And then they're going, Hey, if you don't say anything that you don't deserve that, then we're going to offer you a contract that's worthy of a first round pick. Are you going to be like, no, 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 no. Because if you was average in 20 and 25, you gonna feel like you deserve it. Like, right. like let, let's get don't get it twisted. It's not like Kwame Brown was like, I'm only averaging eight and eight, and no, maybe four in high school. He had numbers in high school. Yeah. And then when he got to the NBA, it just so, didn't well Kwame. I tried, man. I really tried my best here. So Jared, that little so that moment you just laid out about okay, you're not the you're you're only you're playing your skill to your skill set, right? You're doing yeah. what you need to do, you're doing what you do, need to do on the mm-hmm. court to get looked at as the number one pick. Now it's not you're hold no responsibility to the other team to be the number one pick. But once you're the number one pick, you have the responsibility to get better and elevate yourself to being what mm-hmm. a number one pick is. <laughs> So, all right I, yeah the, okay you're not living up to the potential right period. that's but, that's but did he have yeah. the potential or did we create the potential both it's a, it's both. a solid case of both it's, it's both because both. Both. when because like if you go back and watch the highlights of really any draft pick or any anyone in any like sports realm or any realm of anyone getting a job for what they've done like if you go back and look at what their work like of course they have to show the potential to get the job or get that right. get that pick in the first yeah. place right then the expectations come with that. So you have to, everyone has potential is more or less how you use it and what you're putting it towards. Yeah. Just like Jared, you got potential to be swaggy, but you know, you, you just don't put your much effort into doing it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. That was, but we, we, we put Jared on game. The man wear Nikes. He's all comfortable now. You know what I'm saying? He got some Adidas boosts and stuff. Jared you, bought that you, you got the potential to definitely. I, so, look, look, man, I saw you at Aaron's wedding. You was looking sharp, <laughs> boy. You was feeling yourself. You was killing it. You got but to I constantly remind people that I'm not a first round pick. You know, don't give me that contract. You're not going to appreciate it. Don't call me a scrub. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. That's a fair point. But obviously, Kwame Brown feelings is hurt because he felt mm-hmm. like he was worthy of that number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moral of the story is um, if you're trying to, if you have to take disrespect, yeah. just try not to let it affect your overall being. Don't let it have you saying some stupid shit. Just don't don't let it affect how you're moving, because that's that's what a lot a lot of Kwame is doing now. It's a lot of just yeah. like nasty movement. He's just like online, just saying <laughs> no, dumb shit. Just I like defend it, yeah, but... because he's hurt by it. He felt yeah. like he was worthy of that number one pick back in two thousand one. And bro, you have no stats to prove it. 
Right. Yeah. You know? Like, 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 for example, a bigger bust, in my opinion, than Kwame Brown is Anthony Bennett. Anthony if we're talking about basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we ain't hearing about him because, well, he don't talk about it. No. <laughs> ain't nobody want to talk to Anthony Bennett. I think we talk about Kwame Brown, but he is 20 years <laughs> later. <laughs> All right. So, so another aspect that I wanted to talk about is. Yes. So Kwame's Kwame Brown's name got brought back up. So is it his responsibility to respond to that or is it just would it would have been better for him to not say anything at all? All right. Well, first, I just want to say I also don't want to defend anything he's doing or he has done. I don't want to <laughs> defend him at all. I don't know. No. anything. I was just trying to, like, no, you're question good. the system that we're in. Jared, I will fine. say to answer your first question to tie into this one. Uh, I, I know my weaknesses. I know who I am. I'm a doormat. Like if someone punches me, I'll apologize. So like if someone disrespects me, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm the antithesis to Christian, I'm not coming back. Like I'm like, I'm like, hey man, how can I apologize for what I've done to you? Because obviously, if you hate me this much, it's my fault. So like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna handle disrespect and criticism. And I just want to take I just want to take time to say uh, I had a hundred dollar bill the other day while I was trying to pay my ref fees for basketball, and the ref asked my hundred dollar bill and he faked like he was gonna punch me, and I told him I would eat that and kick your ass afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that that just goes to show you the disrespect I'm on. And continue, <laughs> Honestly, if if I was you and he he tried to do that, I'd be like, "Whoa, man, you had a poor stance. I can like reset. You could try it again. Is that is that better for you?" <laughs> yeah, nah. Now I'll be here for me. <laughs> <laughs> but so no, I don't think he should have like went scorched earth on it. Like he could have been like, "Hey, this sucks. <laughs> like, I hate this for me. I'm yeah. trying to move on." Or just said nothing because social media is its own problem. Yeah. Like, or a million facts. other things other sure. than just like try to eviscerate other people. Like that's just, it's an endless cycle. It's not healthy for anybody. Cause, cause now everybody, all the networks are picking it up. Like they, like they had Matt Barnes talking about on ESPN. I think the breakfast club, they had some segment on it. He responded to that. All these different people are chiming in. Now it's gotten really like not super big to where like CNN is reporting on it. Uh, <laughs> but like it's gotten big to the point where, literally last week no one even thought about Kwame Brown and now this week he's Thanks. one of the running topics in all of social media it's just very interesting how like one form of disrespect or alleged disrespect can even can lean to a person taking it that way and taking it that far it's just crazy nowadays how a response to something can get so much attention to where a person we weren't even thinking about a week ago mm. is now very known and it's it's very interesting to me like well, that's part of social media, part of Twitter, right. Right. everything. Like you have this platform now or this outlet that you can release things, release things. You know, back in the day, <clears throat> if you was upset, you just had to go home and just talk to you about your family. <laughs> that was just a conversation over dinner. You couldn't. Yeah, that was just a conversation over dinner. You know, you, you smack your hands on the table and say, I'm tired. These blah, blah, blah. And then you had to like, write a letter up. and throw it away. Yeah. yeah. And then you had to pick up the house phone and make a phone call about it. <laughs> right now like you know what i'm saying you feel some type of way you just get on your phone and be like i can't stand y'all y'all think everything about me but it ain't really about me it's about you right. i've been missing you for a long time so where we be at though and everybody be like huh <laughs> <laughs> what song was that <laughs> it's like future toxicity all over the place <laughs> right yeah right cool so that was that was good i think we're a little, yeah, a little all over the place but it was good it was but yeah. i mean mm -hmm. criticism is 
criticism is what you make of it. Um, I think uh, if you if you get criticism for something and you know you, you shake your head and be like, I bet. Like when people listen to the podcast, I always try and tell them like, "Hey, bro, like, you got any criticism? You got any feedback? Like, be rude, be reckless. Like, I'm cool with that, right? You know, you know, especially if I ask you for it, like, go ahead and go for it because right. I need to, I need to, you know, I need to know, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make something better, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I say, I think I will agree to to an extent. Like, I feel like. Your what you were saying, I kind of agree with where it's like you like your response to criticism should be, you know, like let me better myself. So like to that extent, like I feel like if you create the space to receive criticism and you want it, I feel like that's one thing. But then I feel like, and this isn't what you were saying, but like with social media and like what it is to what you were saying, like I feel like there's too much unwanted criticism and just unhelpful. And I think that's a kind of a different animal. Cause like there's stuff that just necessary or not helpful or like not even like in the same realm but it's just being said because it can be and like that's just like i feel like that gets lumped into like maybe some of the helpful stuff and it just kind of like over like yeah no overwhelms it all yeah for me i will so i've always i've always had a tough thing with criticism right like when Mm -hmm. i was younger i just remember when people like criticizing me for something i take it super personal and all that it would just kind of shut me down to where i wouldn't want to try that thing anymore but as I've gotten older, I've gotten to the point where I, you know, I understand it's a, it's a form of criticism. Everyone has their ideas about something. Everyone wants to tell you about this certain thing you're doing or what you're wearing or what, you know, you're going to do for the day. Like, stuff right. like, that. like people are always going to have their initial reactions to it. But at the end of the day, like sometimes you just have to just like block that out and block that out and do what you need to do like or do whatever you want to do because like you're not going to know if that criticism is correct or if that reaction is correct or incorrect until you actually do it so right yeah it's just important to like and when there is room when there is room for criticism like make sure it's something that is amicable like it's a two-way street Mm -hmm. like to where you're having a conversation about it rather than it's like one person talking down to you about it or you talking down to someone else about it yeah and you gotta learn to walk away from those situations for sure yeah definitely right there's there's definitely a huge difference (laughs) sure for sure but but i will say i totally agree christian like you should definitely like like you don't know everything you you're not perfect you never will be like you should take any opportunity to learn and like Mm -hmm. a large part of that will come from like constructive criticism and all that so i definitely for sure think that you're right there yeah Yeah, like like the whole uh jacob versus no name thing that happened a while back ago Mm -hmm. i felt no name was wrong for that like i'm like bro (laughs) i forgot about that yeah, I feel oh, like yeah. she was like low key kind of wrong for that. And don't get me wrong, J. Cole is probably wrong to put in a song. <laughs> right. But to, I think, well, because his thing was like, he was, oh, I'm trying to like re- remind myself about yeah. it. Like, he was just trying to like ask a question or bring up a certain criticism of her or something. Yeah, he was just like asking, like, hey, instead of you trying to like demand things from me and expect things from me, like, how about you teach? Like, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I'm, I'm not like, opposed to it. And I think people were wrong for saying, oh, you're 30 something years old. You should already know these things. I'm like, oh, no, bro. There's 70 year old people who don't know nothing. Exactly. Like so many, like you got to remember so many people come from different backgrounds and different right. cultures and they grew up so differently that certain things that really don't make sense to them. They really don't know. Right. Like, you know, you don't understand. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. But yo, sorry. Go ahead, bro. <coughs> Sorry. Just like uh for example, like if you if you're not black in this country, you don't understand how it is to be black in America. But just like if you're white in this country, you're not saying it has to be white in America. Mm-hmm. So, so like it doesn't it's like it's not like it is favors one side than the other. 
Mm -hmm. but there's a difference you know and you have to acknowledge that yeah like you have like there has to be anything about that yeah you have to you have to be able to ask questions and get the answer that you want or at least have a conversation to where you're learning something Um, yeah i think i think mm -hmm. the conversation is more important though yeah 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 definitely Definitely. well i think there should be a level of accountability too of like learning for yourself like mm-hmm. for sure like we should be like more open to teaching others but like there should be like okay like just teach yourself on this one like just kind of get to a certain place on sunspots right like there's so many resources out there like just yeah independent independent research on all topics is important because you yeah. have to do your own research you have to learn for yourself because right. no one's you can't expect everyone to teach you everything right so if you want to mm-hmm. learn about something or learn about a topic that you that you have that you're curious about you know google is free right. Google is literally a couple keystrokes away. It's literally right right there. So yeah, man, teach yourself something, Mm -hmm. learn something. Don't never think that you're too old or too young to learn something. uh, Cause that's my main thing. Like I'm like, I'm like 31. So I'm trying to uh, tell myself that I'm too, I need to know all these certain things by this age or something like that. So yeah. You know, another thing, even when you learn stuff off the internet, you still don't know. True. Oh, right. Yeah. You really still don't know. And I think, I think people are wrong for that. People are, are wrong for assuming just because you research something off the internet, you know for sure that like, oh, this is going to work. Like, yeah. no, family, it's not. No, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not true. Just because you read in a newsletter, that doesn't mean that like, oh, this is how it's going to go down. Right. No. So it, I think I think that ties into where you're getting your information from. Because like, oh, yeah. just with now with like with COVID, with the vaccines, with like certain news, certain news topics, like there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of misinformation out there. So just pay attention to where you're getting your information from and pay attention to who is writing your information. The website, you have to look at. If they have those stupid little ads at the bottom, then that's probably not an accredited source. Just <laughs> things to look at. You know, if it has like a, if it's, if it seems a little fishy, chances are it is. If it just seems like a bunch of bullshit, it probably is. So just mm. look out for where you're getting your information. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people out there who are full of bullshit just in general, true. no matter what they feel. So. It's true. It's true. And people, some, sometimes some people believe in what they're saying. I mean, oh, you never really know these days, but, you know, a lot of things are, I don't know. I don't know. I just leave it to God. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. <laughs> just leave it to God. <laughs> For real, though, because, like, there's always everybody always has like some type of crazy statement and you'd be like bro how did you even create that like where did you get that from (laughs) a lot of stuff like a lot of like right-wing stuff and a lot of um like conspiracy theories like i'll just be like i be just like hearing these people talk about this shit in these documentaries i'm like where do they get this shit from and the fun fact is you can't prove them wrong oh yeah (laughs) but the problem with that is they can't prove that you're right they're just talking about stuff that they see on the internet on like you know like facebook memes and like i know types of shit like but you can't never prove them wrong though because they don't want because here's the thing they don't want to be proven wrong like no one wants to be proven no no one wants to know that they're wrong no one wants to Mm -hmm. be proven wrong on a certain topic so if you're if you're wrong about something be wrong about it accept it move forward be cool and then once you accept that you can open yourself up to a lot more information but just understand that you're not the smartest person in the world if you're believing in certain believing in certain things it's pretty crazy that we go from like 
like 18 years of like you don't know anything we're gonna like right. force feed you information because you don't know right. to like assuming that we know everything like oh okay we got the 18 years of stuff i know everything now mm-hmm. and it's like why did we yeah. assume that that was it like right. it, it, it's just interesting how that like that shift just happens it's like yeah. why does that stop like of course it doesn't stop you don't ever stop but, you know i have a question on that though because like when when you're when you have to keep constantly learning mm-hmm. when do you draw the boundary of, like you should have known better <laughs> what do you mean like in a because like i've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people like uh like for example, this just popped in my mind now. The the bachelor where he where he picked and I, and I only know this because my girl watches it. And like oh, no, you're like, talking uh, to you're talking to two bachelor aficionados. I know I'm talking course, to both of y'all and 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 Daylin brought it up the other day and I was like, why is this such a big deal? And she explained it to me, and now I was like, oh, this is actually interesting. Hold on, I gotta watch right. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, so the bachelor this past season. They, the 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 girl he ended up choosing, they ended up breaking up because she was part of a what? Antebellum like, party. An, antebellum party. Antebellum. So an, yeah, which, antebellum, which is like extremely racist. It it's basically <laughs> a celebration of the old South, and when people, yeah, whenever you hear the old South, it's racism times. Every time. <laughs> exactly every time, it's, definitely facts. Yeah. And not I'm not talking like slavery, like when they signed them after after the free or. Uh, no, at, during the Civil War. No, I'm talking big, no. big, big in the heat of the big, moment. Yeah, we're we're talking about mm-hmm. slavery, black folks picking cotton, killing Roots. all types no. of everything uh, that hasn't been documented to black people in four hundred right. years of slavery. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking about. So we're talking like big hardcore, sa- hardcore. Slavery. Yeah. So <laughs> it was crazy to me because like they broke up because of that. And is he wrong for that? Nah, I agree with him. But at the same time, though, I'm looking at her like. What was you thinking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing that you're you're tapping into is ignorance. So ignorance is ignorance to a point is is not knowing but not wanting to know. So like you could have told her, I'm sure, well, I don't know. If, I don't know where she grew up. I don't know we even know where she <laughs> South. Like party of the South, that's all I'll say. <laughs> but like someone could have come up to her in that moment and be like, hey. You know these these parties represent this, and given her all kinds of information about what it represents, why they were on the plantation, and why it's wrong, and all that. So somebody could have said that to her. Now she could have taken that information, understood it was wrong, apologized for it. Boom, boom. We would have been cool either way. And even if she hadn't gone to the party, or she could have gotten that information, still went to the party, like brushed all that off, and like tried not to learn anything about it. So there's a difference between like being ignorant and like like really staying in that in that zone and that's a big problem with where we are today and with a lot of things in this country because people don't want to learn about you know racial history you know um certain certain um historical aspects of this country because people just don't want to know so it's just a very ignorant aspect of this country's history Mm -hmm. it keeps coming (laughs) up and it's going to keep coming up because people don't want to have those conversations and they don't want to learn from it well, that's what I'm saying, like, too, with, like, a certain level of accountability of, like, teaching yourself, like, right. like someone shouldn't have even had to come up, like, like, look, I don't know, just look into things yourself, like, if yeah. ignorance, you're not going to know, like, it's a bad thing, but, like, to not even have the thought of, like, oh, I wonder what this means, and to look it up, like, you should, like, if you have that quest for, like, learning more, you're right. going to, you're going to find out what slavery happened real quick. Right, exactly. <laughs> like at Thanks. some point, you're going to be like, wait a minute, we did what? Right. It, like so this like, happened here the oh this is what th- that party represents that's why i'm mm-hmm. attending this party at this plantation like 
stuff like that should have just clicked and then right <laughs> it should have clicked in some way shape form or fashion but it didn't and now we're we are where we are and they're back together anyway so it's fine yeah i figured as much i knew that was gonna happen i knew he was gonna pick her episode one as soon as she got out that damn limo i knew he was gonna pick her episode one also i, knew, I, I knew hate what the bachelor for the, for the record i hate the bachelor and the bachelorette all this is going all this is home of a live TV and getting paid for it. Man, hey, this fall, me and Jerry got a podcast coming called The Bachelor, the Bachelor Questions. We got questions every week. Oh, I mean, I, I might have to go on the record right now. I don't think I got The Bachelor anymore. Yeah, I think this was my last season, man. You bitch. Fine. It was trash. It, it was just the, 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 the producers just ringing every last bit of drama for the. It's, yeah. like, it's just because oh. it's trash. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> it's the Hoenn on national TV. If you and want, nobody yeah, wants I, to I believe I'm gonna, it. I'm not gonna get into my thoughts about the about the show. Nobody cares. But yeah, I, I'm out. Sorry about the podcast. It's Aaron on his own. Um, twenty, yeah, I just, I, twenty I, women, one man. Yeah, and he dictates the outcome. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> you know, if you did, if That's if you did fair. that in a regular average daily world, you know what you is? A hoe, a player, a pimp. But nah, because you got a suit and tie and you Not, clean no. shave. True. And you say it's televised. Yeah. I'm the bachelor. Y'all got to fight for me. It's bullshit. <laughs> but it's on both sides. It's hoeing on both ends, male and female. I didn't say... I didn't no, I say it was right. No, I know you didn't, but I'm but I'm making sure that we understand that both the Bachelor and Bachelorette are both full of hoes. I said I'm against both the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. <laughs> both of them is hoeing, and yeah, it's I negative TV on... publicity, <laughs> and nobody wants to talk about it. It's I think we got to work on slut shaming in our country too. We got to be more uh, sex positive in this world, man. It's, <laughs> it's, Christian, you're you're fighting a, a, a wall that's too just way too high. It's been there for 20 seasons. It's one of ABC's biggest shows. You're not. 30, that is the problem seasons. with people in this freaking world. <laughs> Yo, damn well, if you went out, how are mm, ah oh, not go off? No, I wish, I wish I came up to a girl and she was like, oh yeah, I got 19 other side dudes, but <laughs> you give me. Give me too much, you might fight your way through. What type of bullshit? What type of shit is I that? I hope she were she ends up with the best guy. She's put a Shut lot of work your in. Ass up. She put a way. lot of work in. I mm-hmm. that's a lot of emotional work. Whatever, whatever. That same emotional work. If it was the other way around, they'd be crying and all that types of hell nah. That's stupid. That's hoeing. That's BS. And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been a new segment called Christian's Controversial Corner, where he just goes on rant. Um, That's some bullshit. Yeah. So, Getting actual money to be out with, man. So the Bachelor universe, you got, you know, your number one hater is Christian Oakland Jr. So the number one hater, number so- one facts. I woke up this morning and chose violence for the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Okay. It's bullshit. So communicating uh, criticism. Is- <laughs> yeah. So Christians. Yeah, this is this is outright disrespect. You, yeah. can, you, can, you can tell the bachelor, the bachelorette, whoever directed Christian O'Quinn Jr. is straight trash garbage. This is I want the people who write in front of my face. We have a discussion. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't real. Bullshit. See, and this is the difference between criticism and disrespect. 
Christian this isn't is coming. Disrespect. This is disrespect. This isn't criticism to where the bachelor can be as long better. As we know. This isn't criticism to help people get better who may want to be on the bachelor. Or no, 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 no. It's definitely criticism for people to get better because that's not how life works. Okay. Okay. Do not let nobody play you talking about I got 10 other side hoes waiting and I need to see which one of y'all like to go to like to go with to wine dates with me for cheese you, and wine. You said no. it like they didn't sign up. <laughs> No, as far as we know, they consented. Water. No, <laughs> everyone's consenting. Everyone's consenting adults. They sign up. There's a trial process, I guess. No, yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> oh well, you'd be all right though. All right, you guys got anything to plug this week? Oh uh, no, no. <laughs> 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 all right in the segment that's I that's shit right there. yeah all right well if anybody doesn't have anything else to say before we get out of here fucking um, bachelor bachelor my blood pressure's up again i gotta talk about sports fucking, dude all right um bullshit. we're just gonna we're just gonna go ahead and end this before christian gets any more angry um <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this wide-ranging episode of the i got questions podcast um if this is if this is your first time listening to us we appreciate it if you're second time third fourth fifth any other number after that we appreciate you listening to us um yeah you can hit us up we're on spotify apple Podcasts. Get, if you're on apple Podcasts, give us uh five stars um, bachelor, anywhere bachelor, else talking about i'm looking for love you ain't looking for no love i'll yeah. say uh go ahead and just word of mouth you know like yeah, tell a friend tell your if you like us tell a friend yeah. if you don't like us tell and a friend anyway word of mouth, you them tell them the bachelor and the bachelor is full of shit <laughs> well you're telling Christian O'Quinn Jr. said that shit. <laughs> that's yeah, that's indicative of the podcast as well. So make sure to include that. But yeah, yeah. I just want to say thanks to everybody listening. I really appreciate the support. It yeah. just we blows all my mind. Yeah, yeah, man. We actually looked at, I actually had a chance to look at the numbers this time around. So it's crazy. It's crazy how many people actually listen to us. We get like an average of 17 listeners. It's pretty dope. So uh, let's keep Which it going. Like 16 more than I had pegged for every episode, but you know, is what it is. The fact that you really thought that one person listened to us with the amount of criticism I came back to you with is kind of kind of crazy. Christian. I thought it was three. I thought we were doing it solely for your work. Christian, here's the here's here's the thing you gotta know about me. When I put something out, I don't expect nobody to see it. I don't expect anybody to read my stuff. I don't expect anybody to listen to my stuff. I don't expect nobody. So anytime I get, you know, more than one or two, it's a plus for me. Sorry, this is how I. That's my very pessimistic, pessimistic, pessimistic view on things. Why well, I'm in therapy now? Um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's it's helping. Mm-hmm. All right. Any anyways, thank you guys for listening to the I Got, I Got Questions podcast. We will see y'all next week. Peace. And stop watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Damn it. Well, okay. See, I tried to answer. I tried to leave us on a good. Stay note. learning. Hell nah. Stay learning. Stay woke. <laughs> it's hoeing on national TV. Damn it, Christian. Oh, we gotta go. Hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> I'm hitting the.